Okay. Hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome Hello. to a new week of the BDO show. This is week 10, I believe, that we've been doing it in a row. Is it week 10? That's pretty impressive. Yeah, it is. <laughs> if we do say, if I do say so myself, that is impressive. So week 10 of the BBO show. And as you know, if this is the first week you're tuning in on, you know, we talk about marketing, digital marketing, tools, techniques, tactics, but from a place of business and foundational principles first. And we very much anchor all the information we share around a marketing system we um, have built over the years with clients, um, with, with consulting clients and our own businesses that we built. And that is the Baton system. And we'll talk about that in a moment. But one thing we're going to be covering this week is tribe. And tribe is a core component of the Baton marketing system. So that's what we're going to be covering this week. If you've joined us last week, we were talking about email marketing, interestingly enough, and email marketing is can be considered a tool or technique or a way to build a tribe and talk to your tribe, but it's not the principle. It's not the be all or an end all of how to form and build a tribe specifically. Now I'm saying a lot of things and they, at this stage, they may not make sense. So let's start, let's take a step back and start talking about what is a tribe through the context of the baton marketing system and then things will start to make sense because we're going to cover a lot today which will create the foundation for this part of your business and it will start to make sense with all the components that we're going to talk about throughout this week so the focus is on tribe so carl what's what's the best way to describe tribe in the context of the battle system, but probably if I rephrase that question, could you please describe or recap for listeners who maybe are tuning in for the first time, or this is the second time they're hearing about the battle marketing system that we use and talk to clients about, what is that um, as a description? Sure, it's probably the 10th or the 20th time some people have heard about it if they've been listening mm. all the way through, but I think it's a good way to frame where we'll be going this week, because this week we're moving into tribe which is something we haven't covered that much um, previously before. So baton, again, is... I've got my hand in the right place. Normally I'm off here to decide <laughs> yeah. on video because our video gets a bit skewed. So here we go. So baton is, let's go, business, audience, tribe, offer, and network. Baton, B-A-T-O-N. So we start with business first, the B of baton. A business is built on creating and delivering value to its customers, and we generate value by solving people's problems. Therefore, we need to know the market's problems and come up with solutions to them, and that's how we build up a business. And this is a fundamental belief that we have about what a business is, um, which underlies the rest of the baton system. It's all about creating value. It's all about solving people's problems. And then from there, it's very easy to build a sustainable business. And we've talked about uh, business in particular, working out who your market is, working out what their problems are um, several weeks ago. And there's a whole week on that particular uh, topic. So if you do not have a business idea or you have a business idea, but you haven't really made that that connection with the market, then I recommend you go and have a look at that. But the key thing right now is that the baton system and all online business depends first on nailing down your actual business. What is the value that we provide? That is mm. step one. Absolutely. Then if you look at step two of the baton marketing system, let me get my hand right as well. So we've done business. The next is audience. So we have this fantastic business that provides value that solves somebody's problem. Now we need to make sure people actually know about that business. Fundamental. And we have spent a lot of time in this section as part of the BBO show first because We've handled business, you know, you've got the idea, but now it's how do we get that message, that value that you're providing and actually tell the world. So simply put, we're telling the world about this business and the fact that it solves a particular problem. And if you, if done right, you're talking to a specific audience by now. So again, we've covered audience in detail in previous weeks. So go check that out if you're not familiar with what we're talking about there. So that's the second part of Baton. So Carl, what's the third? The third element is what we're going to be talking about this week is tribe. So business, order, audience, tribe. 
when we're talking about audience, we're talking about getting to as many people as possible um, within our target market, yes, but it's a very wide approach. So this is where we use our YouTubes, our Facebooks, etc., just to get the word out. Tribe, though, is different. Tribe is not about telling as many people as possible. Tribe is about making them care. And only a certain percentage of the people that we tell are going to care. Um, and Tribe is all about focusing on these people, um, making sure they really know the value that we provide and then bringing them into our orbit in some way, bringing them into our into our tribe um, and into the rest of our marketing system. That will be what we're focusing on this week, the tribe element. So we're going from audience, which is wide, to tribe, which is um, much smaller, but it's going to be a higher quality of interaction. It's going to be a higher quality of relationship. Mm, absolutely. Now, the next element of the battle marketing system is offer because your business is not viable if it's not making money. Simple as that. So everything we're doing to this point has been for a reason. And if as we go through the tribe, this will start to make sense. So we don't necessarily skip to offer, but we have to go through these elements before we get to this offer stage. And offer is essentially now converting that trust and value that we built here into revenue by actually selling to our tribe what we have to offer. Now, that's essentially it. It's time to start making money for our business and offer is that mechanism. Now, if you want to know a tool and technique within offer, we talk about sales landing pages and how to actually convert people in our tribe, which we'll be talking about this week, or your email marketing uh, system, which we spoke about last week. So you're starting to have a pathway already if you've been following along with the BBO show to start making an offer and a tool and technique which sits within the offer section is a sales landing page and then we cover that in detail I feel like two weeks ago but we're flying through these weeks now so that's offer it's time to actually make money from essentially the tribe that we've built and these, remember these tribe have have opted in they want to hear what we have to say because they care and that's the word Carl mentioned there is they care about what we have to say and they're looking forward to hearing about what we have to offer. That's where we are here. And what's the final section of the baton system? Sure. The fifth and final section, get my hand in the right place, is going yeah. to be business, audience, tribe, offer, network. Network is where we scale up what is working. So the tendency for a lot of businesses is to start pumping more money into advertising early on without necessarily knowing if it's working. Instead, we take our customers through this whole system once we have something that's sustainable, that's when we scale up. That's when we start to build um, and make the business much more profitable. So that's mm. the final stage. It brings us full circle. Great. So now you're reminded of or introduced for the first time to the Baton marketing system. And you know that the focus this week is on Tribe. Tribe is essential to make the offer. And this will all start to make sense as we go through today's show so the first question really we should be asking is what is a tribe now i'll pass over to carl to do the definition in a moment but we're leaning on a thought leader uh, an entrepreneur in this space especially in marketing a gentleman called seth godin um, we mentioned him a few times on the bbo show as a good um, leaning point to start to explore the world of marketing in more detail because his thought process is very current and he's well before his time so great person to go learn from but as a business owner if you're busy you don't have time to dive into his five six seven eight nine books i'm not sure how, how many he's written on the subject now a lot then, <laughs> a lot so now we, we for you we just extract um this definition to hammer home the definition of what a tribe is so carl how do we approach tribe leveraging seth godin's definition Sure. So a tribe, I'm just going to give you the definition from the book. A tribe is a group of people who are connected to one another, connected to a leader and connected to an idea. So there's three elements there. They're a group of people connected to one another, connected to a leader and connected to an idea. Um, so this is different to a community. This is different to a, a group. This is different to a team. This is a very specific definition. Um, which contains those three elements. And they're going to be vital in the construction of our tribe over this particular week. So I think it's worth looking at those three elements quickly. 
Yeah, so absolutely. So the, there's three elements Carl just mentioned there that we can extract from this definition. Those three elements are the leader. The second one is the actual idea. And then the third is the connection to one another. So those are the three components. But Carl, what what's some extra definition around what that means? Because there's three components there. But unless somebody's dived into the books in detail, that may be, they may not understand what, what role do, does their business play in association with those three elements that we've extracted from the idea. So the first one is leader. Sure. So the leader is going to be you, yourself, the person who runs the business or the business itself. Um, that is going to be the leader of this particular community, of this particular tribe. Um, you are going to be leading the conversation. You're going to be leading what content is in there. Um, leading what people discuss about. You will be the leader. Brilliant. So then the second element that we extract from this great definition of what is a tribe is the idea. Now, the idea is essentially what we've helped you hone in by this point in the BBO show. And if you listen to this as a standoff show, this is where you go back and revisit the business week, where we talk about the business week in detail, because in the business week, you're going to have the problem statement and the solution for that problem statement. So the actual idea is something that will be selling to a customer, a lead, a person who knocks on our door and says, okay, I have this problem. I understand you guys have the solution and I'm ready to purchase. So this is what the idea is. What is the problem that you're solving? And that's essentially it. So that's the idea. And then the third one is the connection to one another. What does that mean for them? So this is what actually makes it a tribe rather than um, a community or rather than just me, the leader, talking to these people, um, we will be creating a space where everybody can communicate with one another. Um, so I could start drawing network diagrams at this point. I'm not going to, but there are different ways uh, that communication works. If it is just me talking to people, we call that one too many. So that's the leader broadcasting one too many to uh, the people in his community. That's not what we're talking about. We're allowing the people within the tribe to also communicate with one another. And this is where the real value of a tribe lives. It's the ability of people of different skill levels, um, people who are experts in different things to be able to communicate. Yes, it's going to be uh, driven by you, the leader, um, your business or you personally. But the real value is going to be in the interconnections between the different people within the tribe, whether mm. they work for you or not. In fact, most of them will not work for you, but they'll be generating a huge amount of value by being in your tribe for the other tribe members as well as for you. Absolutely. So that is what is a tribe. And definitely go explore Seth Godin. And at the end of the episode, we'll explain a link to give you even or share a link with you to give you even more information around this topic. But like always, we're just extracting what's important so you can get moving forward and start actually going ahead and build your tribe. But before we go and build your tribe and understand more details around it, let's ask that fundamental question, which is why bother? Why do we go? Why do we even make a tribe in the first place? We've got a product to sell. Why do we need to speak to a tribe? Why can't we just start to sell it online and advertise it and get it sold? Because that's how we make revenue. And that's one side of the argument. But we're going to start to expand on in the next part of this BBO show why it's important to actually go ahead and and make this definition that Seth Godin has laid to us a reality for our business. It's extremely powerful. Now, that being said, the, the core reason on why we're building a tribe is we want to actually get to the offer, the offer part of the battle system, and we want to make the sale. We are a business. We're not just building a community for the sake of it. So we always keep this in mind and keep this in focus. So if you're thinking, Hamza Car, this seems like a lot of effort. Why can't we just advertise? Um, you guys are taking us away from the sale. You're, you're, you're moving our focus away from the sale. Well, actually, hopefully by the end of today's show, you'll realize that actually we're even more focused on the sale, that we've added this additional element into the baton marketing system, which is Tribe. So that's the first focus. What else do we need to consider, Carl, when, in terms of why are we building the Tribe? So, yep, it's definitely to get to the offer, um, as you say, but we do not want to jump straight to the offer. So Baton is very much a linear system, business, audience, tribe, offer, network. We are moving an individual who starts as a um, an audience member. We're moving them through this journey, this customer journey, and it's all about building up trust. 
over time. It's about showing them that we know what we're talking about and showing them that uh, we have authority and expertise in the area so that when it comes to the purchase, to the offer stage, it's going to be really easy to make that sale. Um, trust is built up throughout this system, and that's why we do it in a very linear fashion. Now, we have talked in audience and in business about the importance of um, putting value out there first and really proving to your market that you know what you're talking about and you're worth buying from. Because online in particular, um, there is a limited amount of trust out there and you need to build that trust before you make a sale. And Tribe is just another stage in this process. Absolutely. So, you know, this is this is the trust part, which Carl has mentioned, is underlying the battle marketing system. As, as a customer goes through this linear model, the trust increases. And at the tribe stage is, we can even describe it if we had a graph, the peak of the trust um, before they make that purchase. And then we sell to people who have, who are at that level. So hopefully this is starting to make sense. And by having the tribe in place, this comes with some financial benefits. And we're going to start talking about costs now, cost of marketing, cost of customer acquisition, cost of actually getting a customer to purchase from you is very much a core benefit of getting a customer, putting the effort in to move them through your business idea, the audience, and now tribe. So let's talk about cost, Carl, because this should hopefully really emphasize why building a tribe is essential. So we've given you a brief outline, but let's talk about what's important to you as a business, which is the cost, the cost of getting a customer to your door. So over to you to start this process. Sure. So when we were describing the battle model earlier, um, and we talked about business, audience, tribe, offer, network, and we talked about offer, this is where we actually start to sell. For a lot of business owners out there, or pre-business owners, they're thinking, well, that's a long way off. How come that's so far down the line? Remember, this is a marketing system. We're All of this is about selling, but we're only generating revenue here in the offer stage, which is, yes, number four, four out of five. So one thing that a lot of business owners want to do, maybe even while you're listening to this, you're thinking, well, once I just have a million people, once I'm talking to a million people here in the audience, the second stage, I might as well just tell them about what I'm selling and I can bring them from this audience section to the offer section. I can skip the tribe. I don't need to do that. Um, the problem with this is from a business point of view, going directly from audience to offer and skipping tribe is extremely expensive. It costs a lot of money to get people from one to the other. So therefore, yes, you will generate revenue, but your profits are going to shrink. Um, whereas if we go through tribe, we'll talk about why this is. If you go through tribe, you are going to take a bit longer to get them to the offer stage. Um, but the cost of doing so is going to be a lot cheaper and therefore your profit margin is going to be higher. And you okay, can that, have a sustainable business. That's fantastic. So that explains the cost. But let's now ask the question to Carl, why is that the case? Mm -hmm. And if you're sitting here as a customer and a client, you say, okay, I get it. It's going to be cheaper to have somebody in my tribe and actually sell to them versus skipping the tribe and going from audience. But why is that the case? Well, to answer that question, it's very, it's, we need to understand how we are marketing to people. And the reason it's very expensive to go from audience, skip tribe and go to offer is very much because we are using other people's ch uh, channels when dealing with audience. So what does that mean? So when we're talking to an audience, we're very much relying on a Facebook or a YouTube or a Twitter or a LinkedIn or whatever, wherever we're advertising to get our message out or wherever we are producing content. Because to form a tribe, it's very difficult to now, you know, put a, buy a billboard of, or something like that. Whereas most of the conversation to attract an audience to the size that we need is through an, through somebody else's channel. That's the key thing to understand. We don't own Facebook. We don't own YouTube. We are a customer of theirs. But we instead, and that's not discrediting the platforms, they're great platforms. That's why we actually use them to speak to the audience. But in using them, we lose a level of control. So, but it is okay to leverage them isn't it yeah yeah so we're leveraging the existing platforms these huge platforms facebook has two billion users google has 
gosh, no, a, a lot of users yeah. using them because we get massive reach. We can get our message out to as many people as possible. You just use the example of a billboard. We are doing the same thing, which yeah. is using online tools to do that. We are putting our message up um, and getting it out to as many people as possible using other people's channels. Um, and we can talk to millions of people this way. That costs money, though. Um, however, it costs a lot more money to try to sell directly to those people. We can use these channels just to get awareness, just to um, put out the message. And that's what these channels like Facebook and YouTube excel at. They're fantastic mm -hmm. at building awareness and getting a lot of people, getting a lot of eyeballs on our content. When it comes to selling to people on these channels, so that's when we really have to open up our wallet and pay a lot of money to Facebook, LinkedIn, Google, whoever it is, um, because that is fundamentally what the business model of Facebook and Google is. They want people to be paying in order to advertise. So there's a, a very subtle difference here. There's If I'm delivering my content, which is not selling anything, my content is to um, educate or to entertain, if I'm putting that out into the world using these channels, that is very cost effective. That does not cost me much money. Mm. If I'm putting out sales messages, on the other hand, using these channels, that's when it costs a lot of money. Yeah, because Facebook or YouTube or whatever, in terms of the advertising tool, know that you're going to be building their business off the back of the customer information that they've collected over the many, 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 many years now. So they, you're going to have to pay for that privilege. That's essentially it. So that's the fundamental way in which most businesses are actually still marketing. And there's nothing wrong with that. But like we said, it's very expensive. Now, that's no good for a business owner. We can make that a lot more effective. So instead, what we want to do is we want to move people from this channel, wherever the audience live, into our channel, which will be starting to form the tribe. And we'll explain what those channels are, uh, where best to host people throughout the week. But essentially, we just need to move people from audience into the tribe. Audience, they live in the world of Facebook, YouTube, etc. Whereas in the tribe, they're very much living in our ecosystem. Why is that important? Because we, the business owner, now have control of the communication with the tribe. We control that communication. That's essential. Outside of our tribe, if we take a step back into the audience, we no longer control the communication. To communicate with our audience slash tribe at this stage and actually sell something to them, we have to pay for that privilege. We don't have to do that when they live in our communication ecosystem. So that's why it's essential. We aren't, we are no longer dependent on these larger channels. So the best way to think about this is use these larger channels and pay for your valuable problem solving content to be distributed. But when it comes time to get the customer or lead close to selling, we want to think about them moving them to, to the tribe before we get the offer to them. That's essentially it. If that's a simple message you can take away from today, you know why, you know why it's important, what a tribe is, but it's that step, adding that additional step into your business is going to save you a lot of money long term. Yep, exactly. And remember the definitions of baton we gave at the beginning. Audience is about getting your message and your message of your value out to as many people as possible. Facebook, YouTube, Google, fantastic at doing that. Absolutely great. But it's at the tribe stage, which is where we're filtering down to the people who care. And we're bringing those people into our orbit, into our own ecosystem, which is going to make that transition to offer a lot cheaper. A, hmm. a lot cheaper. Um, we can go through numbers later in the week, but it basically becomes um, not free marketing, but it's, it's very, very, very cost effective to market to people who have already entered your system compared to totally cold traffic. Absolutely. So, Carl, come and give them a con concrete example. And I'm going to hand over to you for a second because the, the door buzzer is going. And there's no doubt another baby item from As Amazon. As always, every, <laughs> every day. <laughs> every single day. So many baby items coming in. Well, I'll be back in a second. Sure. This is why we uh, need to save money on advertising budgets so Hans can buy stuff online, apparently. So we're going to give, I'm going to give you a concrete example um, of going directly from audience, skipping the tribe, and going to offer. So let's say uh, for this example, I want to sell on Instagram. So Instagram is a channel. It's out there. It's great for building up an audience. It's great for, um, for getting people's attention. 
it's not so good for making direct sales. But let's say I've decided I'm going to use Instagram to make direct sales. I want to send people sent straight to a page where they can buy a product that I've created. Um, so I, I am going to pay Instagram for that privilege. That's the only way to get to a large amount of people. Um, I can post for free, obviously, and get a few sales realistically, but uh, sorry, get a few sales, but realistically, you need to pay Instagram for the privilege of showing your advert to enough people for you to generate enough revenue to make it worthwhile. Um, so you will need to pay. How much you have to pay depends on your targeting, etc. We're not going to go into that for now. So Instagram, fine, great for building an audience, but if I want to make a direct sale, I'm going to have to pay Instagram. It might cost me a pound per click, it might cost me, you know, uh, five pound per conversion, which is a lot of money if my product is five pounds, for example, I will make no profit. However, instead, let's say I've built up a tribe. So I've built up a large audience on Instagram. That's great. I've got a million followers, whatever it is. Over time, I have been sending messages out to that Instagram tribe saying, hey, um, you like what I do. You like the value I'm providing. If you want to hear more from me, how about you sign up to my email list? Um, and each week, I'm going to give you a summary of all my best posts. And I'm going to give you some exclusive content. So using that mechanism, I'm starting to bring people off Instagram, which is a channel I do not control, into my email newsletter, which is a channel I do control. Once they are in my email newsletter, they are becoming part of my tribe. I now own the means of communications uh, to be able to talk to the people there. So I might have a, a far less people. I might have a million people on Instagram who are following me and only a thousand people in my email newsletter. But these 1,000 people I can directly talk to without having to pay for the privilege to do so. I control that channel, which from a marketing point of view is extremely important. Um, so think of this from a business point of view. If I build my whole business on Instagram um, and relying on Instagram advertising, I'm at risk. I need to pay each and every time I want to make sales through that channel. There's always going to be a cost associated with um, advertising through that channel. If I have people in my email list, this is now an asset that I own. Instead of it being an expense that I need to pay for advertising, I own an asset which is going to be these thousand people in my newsletter. And because I own this asset, I can continue to market to them when I want to. Um, we talked about email marketing in particular last week, and email marketing is just one method that we can use to build a tribe. So let's go back to the risks though. So if I do not own the channel, I have to pay every time I advertise. If I do own the channel, I have an asset. I no longer need to pay every time I advertise. The other big thing here is, what if this channel, Instagram, changes the rules? What if they suddenly say, hey, hang on, you cannot advertise for this particular product or, oh, you can advertise, but it's gonna be five times as much. What do I do then? If I have not built up this asset, this tribe list over here, I'm screwed. Like I'm just going to have to play along by the rules of Instagram. If they say you cannot advertise this anymore, then overnight, my business is dead. I have no business because I did not control that channel. Uh, or if they say it's going to cost you five times as much, then I'm going to have to pay five times as much and my profits are going to shrink to nothing. Again, this is a business risk that we can avoid by owning the asset that is the channel that is our tribe. And that's what this week's really going to be about. That's a really strong message, Carl. I know I jumped in the back of it, but we've always got a handful of notes. So what we're saying here is if you turn off the tap via this mechanism, you, know, you just turn off the tap, there's no more water coming through, which means there's no more sales, there's no more customers, there's no more leads. It just switches off overnight. And we've seen this with so many of our clients and consultation clients that come to the door that their only mechanism of getting customers is direct simply put, this is direct advertising through the media channel of a Facebook or YouTube or LinkedIn. Now, they've spent no time building this asset. So the reason we put this show together today is, and this week in detail, is to encourage you to build this asset. Does it happen overnight? No. But is the risk very much worth it? Uh, sorry, but is the risk too high not to do it? Yes. In today's world, yes, it is too high not to do it. So it's very much worth building that asset. 
now you know if you haven't done it yet just start building it off the back of this week we're going to give you all the information on how to do that so reminder it doesn't happen overnight but but the alternative in a year's time is to cons- continue spending a lot of money to get people in the audience to buy your product whereas it can be very cost effective to get people in your tribe to buy your product I think there's a really good point that we can add in here quickly, which is if you are an existing business and you're already spending money on media, you're already spending money on Facebook and Google, etc. We're not saying just stop that overnight. Mm. We're saying take a portion of that money, a small portion, um, and use that to start building up your tribe alongside your direct advertising. Um, and you will, over time, be able to uh, generate leads and make sales from your tribe much more cost effectively than via direct uh, marketing. Absolutely. Um, if you are coming at this fresh, you have no business, then fantastic. You can build up your tribe uh, first and then get to your sales. But um, obviously, if you are an existing business, you are spending a lot of money on advertising, continue to do so and portion off um, a part of that budget for tribe growth. That's solid advice. Now, the next thing we need to ask ourselves is, or what commonly gets asked to us, I should I should change the phrasing there, which is how large should my tribe be? How large is our tribe? Um, does it need to be in the hundreds of hundreds of hundreds of thousands? Do I, how much does it cost to build a tribe of a million people? These are all common questions and they're all understandable. So how many people, so if we just hone in on this question and really simplify is how many people do I need to move from audience over to tribe to then be able to offer to them so that's an important question and often gets fired our way because most people like we said spend time in this direct advertising world where the formula is quite simple but very expensive whereas over on this side the formula is a bit more complex because the timeline is now pulled slightly versus advertise to person a on monday potentially make a sale on wednesday did i make it yes or no that's very expensive to make happen. Whereas the timeline for building a tribe is expanded. So how can we think about this and how much money can we potentially build off the back of a certain size? So usually people come to us and and they're asking the question about, okay, do I need to have a massive client base? Do I need a database of hundreds of thousands of people to make lots of sales? Can I get to millions of people? Um, The answer is yes, you can using these fantastic channels but it's very unfocused and we have to ask this fundamental question which is but what's the point because most people out there who are extremely busy and they're just swiping and their attention is being pulled left right and center most people don't actually care so that being said then if most people don't care kyle how should we think about the size of our tribe Sure. So in the example I just talked about, we had, we were using Instagram to go to a million people. And then we talked about instead pulling a thousand people into a, an email newsletter. So obviously the numbers way different. Our tribe can be a lot smaller because we're focusing on quality rather than quantity. We are focusing on the people who actually care about what it is we're providing, what kind of value we are providing. Um, yes direct marketing works because we can reach that many people we can reach a million people we can reach 500 million people if we want to but that costs a lot of money to do um so the it becomes a numbers game at that point where we just hit as many people as possible fingers crossed um, because we know only 0.5 percent of them are going to make a purchase we just have to hit as many as possible what we're talking about with the tribe is doing something very different which is instead getting a small group or relatively small group of people who care enough about our product that they're going to convert to customers in a much higher percentage and we're talking about 10 percent 20 percent like a much higher rather than the 0.5 you'd be expected with a cold audience um, yeah so in terms of how big it needs to be depends on your business and what your business goals are the point here is that the tribe's going to be much smaller relatively to the audience but it's going to be a much higher quality Um, What I would suggest, and we can run through this exercise now, is working out how many people you'd realistically need in your tribe um, if you know that they are going to consistently buy from you 
um, at a certain rate per month. And we can do like a back of the envelope calculation um, and then work out what kind of figures you can get. It's a very different way of thinking because normally we're, we're working in this, okay, I can talk to a million people and half a percent will uh, purchase. Let's instead go through this thought exercise called a thousand true fans um, and think about, all right, if you have a thousand people who follow you, um, they're interested in what you do, they hang on every word, um, they love all your content and they will buy anything you put out. Um, how much money could you make with just those thousand people? And that's not many people online. Mm. So if, if we used to do the exercise, um, let's assume, I don't know, they were paying £30 a month. Which is okay. about a membership site. That's yeah, like a conventional that. membership site, especially if you know, you're know you providing something of high value to them. £30 a month, that's probably 1,000. So if we said 1,000 people paying £30 a month, that's about £30,000 a month. Well, actually spot on £30,000 a month. That being said, it's going to give or take, of course, because there's not going to be a thousand people every single month. There's going to be drop off, but there's also going to be improvement. So you may get a thousand five hundred, you may get um, 750 people, but essentially that's the principle to work towards. Now, if we want to take this exercise further, often a business may approach this in the early days with, okay, how much can we make? Whereas if we reverse it even further and we say, okay, how much do we need to cover our overheads, how much do we need to cover to pay a small team of staff, then how much profit do we need? Okay, I need £30,000 a month, and whatever that is annualized, £300,000 plus a month, to create this very sustainable business so that we can then scale in the future. That's the starting point. So if we look at that, we can then say, okay, well, we need a 1,000 people paying £30 a month. Or do we need 2,000 people paying £15 a month? Whatever it is. And that helps you start to define what you're charging for your product and also how many people you need in your tribe. So another way to think about it is just reverse engineering the process rather than say, how much can we make? Flipping it in its early days, certainly, into what do we need to make? And then that becomes a focus and the target or the goal for your business in regards to this tribe section. So the audience section is, has another metric and a target, but on tribe, we can start to say, okay, we need this many people. Let's now work towards getting this many people as part of the tribe, moving them from audience to tribe. But we're going to show you how to do that this week as well. So that's a much better thought process, I think, Carl, uh, based on what you've said and what I've said for the listeners to think through when thinking about how big. Otherwise, it's just arbitrary numbers. It's just yeah, I think I need 10,000 people. You know, often it's just random numbers without any thought process off the back of it. Yeah. Um, and just have a think about that as well. So a thousand people at 30 pound £30 a month is 30,000 uh, per month, which is 360,000 per year, uh, which may or may not be a lot for your business. Depends on your business. Um, if you then get 10,000 people into your tribe, we're talking about 3.6 million per year. Um, so again, you can just kind of scale with these numbers and work out roughly how large that tribe needs to be. Um, I think this is the, the main point here, though, is that 1,000 people or 10,000 people online is a very small number. That's an extremely small niche, um, but we're talking about a very high quality. Um, so instead of us talking to 10 million people, we're talking to 10,000 people, but they are going to uh, purchase from us because we've built up all of that trust. And we have a relationship. It does hmm. not need to be a massive um, group. The tribe is relatively much smaller than the numbers we talk about when we're talking about online business, but it does not need to be huge. Absolutely. So hopefully that's a strong message and you've understood that. In addition to that, we wanted to share with you some additional principles will, which will really help solidify why we need to build a tribe. Um, what's the what's the core principles underlying the message that we're sharing with you today. What's the core principles underlying the tribe section as part of the Baton marketing system? So let's start with the first one, which is linked to a gentleman that we already spoke about, and it's Seth Godin's principle, which is called permission marketing. Now I'm going to read from a quote where he describes permission marketing in his perspective, and it's very, very powerful in regards to understanding this whole week, if we can, if we can understand this principle primarily, then the whole week 
becomes a lot easier to actually put into place. As we know, once we buy into an idea, just like a tribe, we can then go ahead and take action on it. If we don't necessarily buy into it and we think, okay, direct advertising may be the preferred mechanism, then you're going to continue playing with that risk in addition to having expensive advertising cost. So let's try specifically today to move over to this idea and start to take action on the things that we're going to share with you throughout the week. So Seth Godin on permission marketing. So permission marketing refers to a form of advertising where the intended audience is given the choice of opting in to receive promotional messages. Permission marketing is characterized as anticipated, personal and relevant. So what's really powerful there is the intention is the audience is given the choice of opting in. And that's very, that's almost the counterintuitive approach or the polar opposite to direct advertising where they don't, they haven't been given a choice whether or not to see this advertising message or not. That's a big, big distinction. What's some additional thoughts on permission marketing, Carl? Sure. I think the choice is the big one there. Um, we are specifically saying for getting into the tribe, people need to say, yes, I am interested. They need to opt in in some way and we're going to be talking about the mechanisms for doing that uh, yeah the week but it requires an action on their behalf whereas with audience we are just interrupting them we're just showing them something that we want them to see whether they want to see it or not at this point um people in our tribe have actually said yes i'm interested in this i'm interested in what you have to say and i want to hear more and that is so so powerful i think the three uh the characterizations there the anticipated personal and relevant are also important because they've opted in they know um, what they're going to be receiving they know it's going to be personal to them and it's going to be relevant um, and it, this is going to underlie pretty much everything this week yeah and in real terms essentially they've just liked your content they like you the person delivering the content they like you your personal brand what you represent the potential solution for their problem that they have they like the value that you're delivering they like all of these things so when they move into your tribe what they're saying is i like all of this about you i start i'm starting to trust you and in real terms that means they're moving to the next stage which is closer to offering them something uh in terms of your product or service and they're actually giving you permission to do this which is extremely powerful versus just hitting them with cold messages and forcing a particular product or service on them. We're not forcing this on them. They have, like Carl said, raised their hand and said, yeah, I am interested in what you have to offer. Show me what you have to offer. And they're so comfortable making that purchase. It makes the sales element so much easier. So hopefully that makes sense. And if you are very adverse to selling and you're uncomfortable in that arena, in terms of hard selling or direct selling your product, which is all fine by the way, this makes things and life so much easier for your business. It's constant sales trickling through, depending on what numbers you're playing with. The trickle can be thousands. The trickle could be a hundred people a month. It could be a thousand people a month. It could be a hundred thousand people a month. It's up to you how that's very much dependent on your business. Like we mentioned in the previous section. So that's the first principle, Carl. What's another principle to very much uh, share with the audience. Sure. So this one sounds a bit negative, but we're going to be talking about the concept of a shared enemy. So often tribes are formed around a shared enemy. It's like, okay, we together, we do not like um, that thing. So we're going to group up against it. However, we're not talking about this in a negative sense of this is a group of people we don't like. That is not where we want to go with this. Instead, the shared enemy in our tribe is going to be the problem that the people in your market have. Um, that is going to be the enemy and they're going to be together with you as a leader banding together to defeat this enemy. So um, it could be something like uh, weight loss. The enemy is I've tried to lose weight many, many times. It never really works. I always overeat or something like that. That is the enemy. The enemy here is body fat or um, lack of discipline or uh, weight or whatever it is. It is not um, it's not a group of people. It is an idea. Um, and that's a very powerful, um, a very powerful thing to form a tribe around is again, this shared problem, um, which underlies the whole of the battle the system. So that's great. So Carl's described that that's number two, which is shared enemy. Um, the next one that we want to share with you, which is the final 
piece of the principle, which is what we talk about constantly in the BBO show, which is giving your audience, your tribe, value first. Now, your tribe is no different and your tribe should be treated no different to your audience. Because if you think about going back to the audience section or the week where we speak about building an audience, we just are hitting them uh, in a really kind way, almost cuddling them with loads of loads of value, valuable content, which helps solve their problem, all orientated around that problem statement. The tribe is no different. We want to continue that relationship of providing them good value. So if you do pull people into a tribe and then immediately load them with sales, this is a counter uh, counter way to do it is the moment, say day one, Harms enters your tribe, your, your, your business, whatever that is. Let's say, for example, I give you my email and that's your ecosystem for hosting a tribe, your email marketing system. And the first email I receive from you after being in your audience, now I'm stepping into your tribe. The first email I receive from you is a sales email. What have you done to this relationship? What you're actually saying is the moment you enter my tribe, I'm no longer going to provide you value. This is a sales environment, which can leave a bad taste in a lot of people's mind. So if you go back to email marketing, we help you overcome that. And it's important based on the principle. And the way we help you overcome that is by continuing to keep that relationship strong. If not, even make it even stronger, solidify that relationship by continuing to produce value and provide value. And there's a couple of ways we can do that once somebody has entered our tribe. So we can add more detail um, into the content we're delivering to them because they already know the basics. They've picked up the basics from the content that we've been delivered to them in the audience. So we can go into a bit more detail. We can go into more advanced topics because we know they have those foundations. They know what we've been talking about before. We can take them to the next step. Um, And another way we can add more value is to add more access to us, the business owners or whoever, or the experts in this particular niche. Um, that is going to be dependent on your schedule, obviously. So there are different ways uh, to do this. So maybe it's not access to you time-wise, but access more to your ideas or um, to Facebook Lives or something like that. We will be talking about all of this later in the week. The main thing here, though, is as soon as someone joins your tribe, don't just start sending them sales stuff because that is almost like saying, hey, you've given me permission to market to you. Uh, I'm going to abuse that permission immediately and turn around and start selling stuff to you. So you've it's a waste. You've taken them along this pathway of value, value, value. And then the first thing you do, as soon as you get to your objective, it's turn around and be like, ha I tricked you, buy my stuff. You're just going to force people away. Um, this is the time to really double down on the value instead. Mm, absolutely. And it's, if you go back to the email marketing uh, week, One of the things we encourage you to do is provide them with a big gift, a big piece of value up front, which very much has a great introduction. It's almost like saying you made a really good decision to enter the tribe and this is why, and this is the way I want to thank you. So anyway, that's all last week. So we've shared with you three core principles which underlie everything we're going to be sharing with you and have shared with you today and throughout the week. That's permission marketing, getting somebody to opt in, to say, Yes, I want to hear about more, more about what you have to say, more about what you have to sell. And I'm, I'm taking ownership of that. I, I'm saying, Hey, please give me more information. So that's permission marketing, shared enemy. There's a common problem out there and people are now flocking around that problem and specifically, more specifically around the solution that you have for that problem. It's the idea in that marketplace that this is a specific challenge and people do flock to that. So shared enemy principle. And then finally, continuing to build a valuable relationship with your tribe by continuing to provide value. That's important. You don't switch off the value tap as soon as somebody enters your tribe. If anything, you turn up the value tap and that will all make sense as we go through this week and why that's critical. So let's talk about this week. This week, we are first going to be defining your tribe. What are its ideals? What sort of leader will you be within your tribe? And that's going to be on Tuesday. That's tomorrow. Then on Wednesday, we're going to look at setting up your tribe. How do you actually go and set up your tribe in a practical sense? What format is it? Where does it live? And this will all be handled on Wednesday. 
Then as we go over to Thursday, we're getting further and further into the week, further and further away from this moment now, we'll be talking about how to transition people and move people from your audience to your tribe. So that's going to be the focus on Thursday. And finally, on Friday, we're going to discuss how to actually run a tribe, how not to fall into that mistake of selling to them too early, but actually continue to provide them lots of lots of value. In addition to that, we're going to talk about community management, keeping your tribe safe. And then the big thing, which we're not going to neglect this week, which is nudging them towards the offer. We're a business. We need to make sales and we won't leave that out. So that's this week. Carl, anything to add before we sign off? Sure. The other thing is, so the concept of a tribe has been uh, formulated by a guy called Seth Godin. He has done many TED Talks, but he's done one very recently in 2019 about tribes. Um, so I recommend you do give that a watch. If you want to get some more general background on the concept of tribes, it's a really powerful one. We have stripped it down to the basics that you require for this week, for this marketing system. Um, but more generally, it's a very rich um, idea. And in this 2019 TED Talk, um, I think it's just called The Tribes We Lead. Um, Seth Godin goes into the details a lot more and it's a good, good solid foundation in the idea um, that will support what we talked about today and what we're going to be talking about tomorrow. So if you do have the time um, to do some extra watching, I do recommend you check out that 2019 TED Talk by Seth Godin. Fantastic. And what we've done is we put that link in the description below. So before we sign off, a um, couple of things. Remember to subscribe to the BBO show so you don't miss one, an introduction to the week, but also all of the tools and techniques we share on how to actually implement the start of that week, whatever that topic or subject is. So subscribe if you're new to the channel and want to make sure YouTube or Facebook, etc., reminds you to come back. Otherwise, you're going to get disappeared in all the channels out there there's a notification bell, click that as well. So that's the first thing to do. The second thing to do is if you want to have a conversation with me and Kyle around a burning question that you have from either anything from this week, where we talk about tribe or anything that we've spoken about in the BBO show, whatever it is, the best place to get hold of us is in a free Slack group. And there's lots of different channels and those channels will be specific around the topic that we're talking about. So the conversation can stay focused. Why that's important is because me and Carl don't really hang out in the YouTube comments, Facebook comments, Twitch comments, etc. That becomes very messy for one, the person and also ourselves. It's a lot easier for us to have that conversation where you get the answer very quickly in a focused Slack channel. That's completely free. Slack asks for an email to make sure you're a real person, but we don't receive that email. So come and have the conversation with us there. Um. And that's it. That's it from today. Anything, any other useful links are in the description below. And we shall see you tomorrow as we continue.